0: This is a News Laundry podcast, and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Hello, hello, everyone. I am Meghnad. Yes, I'm Meghnad. And hello. this is a great Friday, and I am here hosting this episode of Hafta for no reason because Abhinandan is off to
2: Rwanda. Africa.
1: Yes. Yes, he's in Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, why for is a, he there exactly? For the a conference. For a o- conference. O- ORF conference. Oh, for a, yeah, this is the things. second time he has gone to Africa like like recently yeah he was
2: in morocco and now he's in rwanda mm.
1: visa ka full utilization that's great, that's great. Uh, so we have a few people with us. Nobody special joining except for me. So <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, we have Manisha Pandey. Hello. Our award-winning journalist. That has... award
2: is too old now. I think we should just... You <laughs> so can't even we... say
1: award-winning.
2: How years ago it was? ago the award. Now it's nullified. You need a new identity, no? I need a new identity. Yeah. Need, or the new awards. The Star of Nuisance. <laughs> yes, yeah, Star of Nuisance, are in-house
1: uh, raging star... You know, of nuisance, (laughs) Manisha. Uh, We have uh, editor in chief Madhutrehan, award-winning journalist (laughs) Madhutrehan.
3: Awards have been gathering dust. (laughs) Well, my father used to say, and fathering dust. How many awards did you win? Uh, Till date, in life,
1: yeah, five six. Five six awards. Mm Like you've lost count basically.
3: Uh, well, you know, one doesn't, at this age one doesn't really pay attention <laughs> unless you're a real
1: loser. <laughs> oh, what milata. <laughs> you don't clean them, it seems. Because you, you just said they're gathering dust. No. <laughs> mm. I do not look at them. <laughs> um then we have our in-house genius super smart person. Anand Anandan. <laughs> He's surprised, he was looking as if we have Anand. No he's taking it For granted He's not surprised yeah, he, he just looked at me Shocked he's No like, but but that's a collection Of abuses <laughs> so. That's a
3: collection Of abuses mm. No not at all well, he means Intellectual so Intellectual 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 is a I <laughs> yeah, wouldn't like to be Called yeah. an intellectual That kinds of oh. and and genius That's creepy And
0: genius is also Very No loo- Genius is good uh, No it is very Loosely used genius. Yeah I use it ge- When ge- I'm ge- calling Someone a fool On Twitter no, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay genius Genius Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. you also Use uh, genius
0: To sort of Genius is a. Whenever is, someone's
3: written something really dumb, I say, thanks, genius. Thanks genius. It. No,
0: genius would be used only for very few people. And it would abuse. None of us are near that by thousands
1: of miles. Oh. So, yes. oh. <laughs> Einstein
3: was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> when he was alive, people used to make
1: fun of him. Uh, then we have our veteran journalist, managing editor, right. Raman Kripal. Also and an result. award winner Also an award winner Too many I mean, awards
2: Get on with the straight. substance yeah, You're getting <laughs> carried away With
1: the introductions <laughs> Okay So uh, So okay Basically Madhu is going to Coach me on how to host Hafta as and well And certainly
3: not like this Because certainly your introduction not. Is like those Uh Uh, uh events government events that i will now introduce That's the person the who will introduce, aj, introduce the <laughs> vip who will then introduce <laughs> the guest of honor who will then the introduce ge- the prize giver who will then introduce the thanks of vote person who will then no no stop, stop. carry on now okay. Okay. let's get let's, <laughs> get let's get serious we've had let's a lot get of time
1: yeah we've had a lot of things happening last yeah. week That's and uh, we will just directly dive into like a few things so yeah. uh first I'll thing we will give, uh hmm. but first thing we will have to discuss which happened today and i should tell the listeners that we are recording i think uh two hours after the budget was announced. So whatever discussions we have on the budget will be to a large extent surface level, because even I haven't really gone into the documents yet. And I think no really media house has put out any detailed analysis. But this is basically based on whatever we have seen, whatever speeches we have heard. So we will give our initial reactions to the budget. Let's put it that way.
2: And maybe I could read the headlines yes. first of the no, week. F- quickly. Uh, very quickly, very uh, sharply. So, the budget was announced and we'll discuss that later. Rahul Gandhi has finally resigned as Congress President. <laughs> he wrote a very heartfelt letter. Mumbai rains uh, have had like some terrible stories coming in mm. from Maharashtra. There was a wall collapse in Mumbai and in Pune. Pune. A lot of migrant laborers have lost their lives. There was a really terrible case of two men in an SUV also who drowned yep. uh, so Mumbai is just uh, and this was within like I think the first spell of mm. monsoon that we've had, the death toll is almost 30 um, Amit Shah said in parliament that president's rule in JNK will be extended and he said that he has no option and the elections will be had sometime later in the year mm. uh, there was a big story in Delhi in Chandani Chowk where uh, there were a lot of communal tensions there was a mob of Muslims who'd vandalized a temple, a 100-year-old Durga temple in Chandni Chowk. Uh, Before this incident, uh, there was supposed to have been a fight between two people that led to an escalation. The police was called and then the mob came in. And the situation is quite calm now, but Delhi saw a bit of, uh, it was a bit tense for a while. But I do think the Delhi police handled this case really well. So, we can talk about that later. Um, and uh, there was this uh, one news in the beginning of the week that caught a lot of attention Zaira seems open letter, hmm. where she explained why she's quit Bollywood. She said that it's come in the way of her religion. I think this is interesting. We should discuss right. this too. And Vijay Malia has been a- allowed to appeal against a lower court. There was a hearing in the UK early this year. Um, uh, week, and as always, Vijay Malia was just... When journalists came to him and said, how are you feeling? He's like, this is not a cricket match. I can't tell you how I feel. And then he said, why is the government not taking money? You get on with your life, let me get on with my life. <laughs> like, yeah, nice. he
1: keeps saying that he has offered money to the government, but they're <laughs> not think, taking it. Yeah.
2: The deal was nearly done
3: before he left. Yeah. And the quibble was over 100 crores. Yeah. So he decided against it. He was supposed to fa- pay 500. He's, he was bargaining for four. Oh, So if he'd given that 100 crore... It would be no for and him. And he keeps saying
1: I mean, that again and again whenever. Yeah, but then it
3: was his fault yeah. for for you know taking that decision yeah. and mm. then taking off, and now he's got a lifetime of this going on.
2: There's also been a little of a little bit of a controversy over plagiarism on Mahua mm. Mitra's speech. So maybe we can discuss a bit of that also. Whether one we think more, that was plagiarism or not. One more
1: interesting thing uh, that I think we should also discuss is that the government has clearly now said that the sedition law will not be scrapped. Yeah. in Rajya Sabha they gave a response to a question so mm. we should I think you know also discuss yeah. that anything I
2: else? I, no let's start with the yes, budget uh,
1: let's start with the budget but before we get into the budget I have an announcement as you all know that we are hosting for the third time the Media Rumble, this time in Delhi. Uh, It's on the August 2nd and 3rd at India Habitat Centre. So uh, we have some very special speakers coming in, which includes Gulzar, there is Milan Khandekar, Swara Bhaskar, there is Prakash Raj, there is Shekhar Gupta. And uh, this would be an event worth attending, and I can assure you because I have been to two of them now. So please do register and attend if you are interested in uh, knowing more about the media business, how it's going, how it's evolving, how it's growing. And also you get to network with a lot of people there. And if you are someone who wants to do some deep networking, you can also buy delegate passes where you get access to like, uh, it's sort of like a green room you get access to green room where there is like infinite snacks flowing and a giant <laughs> screen <laughs> promoting news laundry all the time. So, it's a great place.
3: <laughs> and you meet all the speakers. Yes, you meet all of the course. Speakers. It's a green room, so you meet
1: speakers. Yeah. And uh,
3: and if you're a
2: subscriber, it's free. Yes, if not you're a subscriber. Not the delegate pass, but the attendance. Not the... the delegate pass. If you're a
1: subscriber, you get free entry. So, please come. Please come to Delhi if you are from outside and uh, please attend the Media Rumble. Okay, let's get on with the discussions. So, budget guys, budget. Right. Raman, sir, you want to start with budget? What do you
4: feel? See, announcement, uh, I don't see much. Uh, I mean, something very significant. Uh, but uh, the reason-wise, I think, uh, is, is, is the kind of announcements that have been made is an open admission that in the past five years, the FDI has come down tremendously. Yeah. Uh, so uh, even... Uh, not that FDI was doing very well uh, during the Congress government, uh, but, uh, you know, I remember in 2014, there was a very specific, uh, uh, you know, statements were given about investments in the railway sector. Railway is the Dang. biggest uh, infrastructure sector where on your wagon, those kind of schemes they had come up with. And surprisingly, not even a single penny of FDI has come into the railways. Okay, Uh, not even a single penny. So that is something uh, very big, but there is a realization uh, by this government, and and with realization they have made some Announcements. So maybe. So there
1: is this uh, one section from the FDI, which specifically was in the speech, which says, uh, she said that the global FDI's have fallen from 1.3 trillion dollars mm. to 1.5 trillion dollars. But inflows in India remain strong at 54 billion dollars. That's a growth of six percent. That is the from the budget. But um, like. If the global FDI rates are actually f- like just investment is falling, then if India is do- showing a growth, then that points to something good, I guess.
3: No,
4: I, I think it's playing with statistics really. Ah,
1: Maybe, yes, ah, that's also yes. a thing. Yeah,
4: see, with the FDI coming in, the other indicators also go up, like mm. say employment mm. and uh, your uh, spending capacity. But right now, I think for the past four years. The automobile is down the dumps. Yeah. Uh, even the uh, infrastructure is bad. Why? Because the JCB company yeah. is doing really bad. They have also shunted out people in the past four months. Uh, so their growth is all um, uh, min- into minus. So uh, so looking at uh, from I mean I think I I found this uh, the significant part of it. Second, I think is the uh, whether they are going to, uh, you know, strengthen the banking system, you know, after these uh, NPAs, right. uh, the banking sector again is not going, to, not able to pump in money. Right. Uh, so they are not able to pump in money. So that is why the growth. Uh, directly impacts the growth
1: right uh, there was a significant amount spent on that part which we will no, come but to uh, after this is taking what the confuses initial.
3: me that we have failing banks yeah. mm-hmm. largely responsible for giving out loans to people who defaulted in massive amounts mm-hmm. and no and action has been taken against some of those bankers who did give those loans under dubious circumstances obviously possibly taking uh, bribes to give those kind of massive loans with no hope of recovery. So, with the list of defaulters being so huge and the amount being so huge, to then give seventy thousand crores to public sector banks makes me wonder that is this now another temptation for the banks to start giving out bigger, big loans to create a new list of defaulters where the money will not come
1: back. Right. Uh, but this is exactly like uh, 70,000 crore is only the latest recapitalization, they call it. I just think it's a bailout. So it's like, a bailout.
3: Even if it's a bailout in technical terms. Yeah. Bailout may be okay, but I'm looking at beyond that, hmm. that is this a green light then to create more of the worst, the, exactly. the bad system that exactly. already exists, exactly. there should have been some checks and balances also, or maybe there are, I don't no, know, that's what they, she has not uh, announced the details of anything in fact. That's
4: what they are promising now, that they are going to have checks and balances, but they want to bail out the banks, But it's really the banking weird, sector, I, there was third factor, uh, which is again very important is the uh, social welfare schemes yeah the in the past two i mean ayushman is the latest okay it's not even i think 8 months old or 9 months old so the amount which was allocated which was promised uh, the uh, the actual uh, money wasn't uh, uh, you know given it wasn't disbursed uh, so they didn't have money for that so 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 even the social welfare schemes there is a cut uh, because of the uh, poor finances, so there's
1: a cut on that. Anand? Uh, Anand.
0: Okay, so I don't have the expertise to comment on the specifics in detail, but just a few general points. First is that uh, um, this is the first budget of a new government, so it would uh, be a consolidating budget. It has least pressure of populist majors, and uh, it could be fairly compared to 2014 budget when a framework was laid out for uh, combining welfareism with uh, economic reforms Mm. Uh, by mid of the term that was revised because of uh, electoral factors as well as some backlash from uh, policy makers also as well as uh, people in general but i think it has to also be seen in sync with uh, the Economic survey which came yesterday, which uh, the as, uh, uh, Krishnamurti Subramanian the chief economic advisor said that uh, the blueprint has to be of uh, blue sky view. Right. So blue sky view that uh, open ended and very optimistic and uh, about things and also going for. In different gears the, the, uh, uh, so gears in means looking at economy as a as an integrated uh, component rather than inside silo- uh, as uh, different parts hmm. like unemployment or or investment or uh, demand. So, they are basically seeing it with ripple effect, that one would affect other, one would affect other. Now, in one of the, despite an average economic performance in their last term, they were beneficiary of keeping inflation low. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, also, there was the
1: oil factor.
0: Oil factor. They got uh, a lot of money so from oil. whatever uh, means the regions being, but that one factor that could uh, seriously uh, affect the public perceptions about a government's economic performance. Right. That they kept in control. Uh, I think they are uh, still. Uh, but very, uh,
1: like, but do, do you think that you know uh, that you mentioned that this is the first budget of this government, but. Uh, this is the time when you got like a giant mandate, which is like way bigger than last time. So wouldn't this be a good time to take some radical reforms? Because this budget had no, practically no radical reforms. I mean, they launched a channel for startups. That's not a <laughs> radical reform, I guess. But uh, what radical reforms do you think you saw in this? No, if no. Radical reform,
0: there is none. But I think they are... Uh more concerned about the implementation of already running programs and uh, mm, the governance part, uh, they would emphasize more rather than coming up with uh, 10 programs every five, six months. Hmm. That was one of the key drawbacks last time. Also in 2014, they came up with 59 new programs. I mean,
1: I'm not saying saying new programs per se, but like, for instance, something like divestment, like just. Get rid of like money that is in like. Hmm. NPSs. I think
0: they are. Uh, they are still not. Uh, they are, the homework is still not. That would be a non-budgetary step. Right. I, I think uh, that uh, they would do if they do. I think uh, if the homework has already been done. We can see some signs of it in next six, seven months. Okay.
3: But that would b- be a non-budgetary re- initiative. Okay. okay. Uh, Madhu? Uh, my one big disappointment was the continuing uh, decline in primary education in, uh, investment from the government. She announced this uh, very glamorous-sounding uh, higher education uh, research investment that the government will do and that uh, three uh, Universities have been now included in the top 200 in the world. And it was almost like we are going to make more showpiece universities. Mm. And I think our primary education across the country is not being addressed. And I don't understand why. Right. Uh, who is going to go to those universities? Right. Un- unless we have the next generation, uh, two decades down, who will be able to avail it? And the primary education today is... If you look at the numbers, hmm. it's really in a poor state. And for some reason, they were like, um, it is uh, higher education has an increase, seen an increase of 28 hmm. percent in real terms. And um, school education has witnessed a 3 percent decline hmm. in the last six years, right. according to the government's uh, data. Right. So I don't understand the logic of that. Hmm. um." The other thing is that I find raising the t- taxes on the wealthy I think is acceptable because mm-hmm. where are they going to get the money for all the other projects that they're talking about? Which is right. so that is I think that that should be acceptable to the wealthy. Um, the other thing was uh, on all the ease of doing business for FDI and for startups and all that. I think those kind of things have been announced before also. Yeah, but on the ground level. It is the bureaucrats who carry out these, or don't carry out these uh, orders. And on the ground level, unless he finds a way, they find, this government finds a way to make sure that the reforms that they talk about of ease of business are actually implemented by the bureaucrats, it's not going to work. And it Mm. hasn't worked in the past because of the bureaucrats, not because the government didn't have the intention. So if you have a minister, which is happening a lot in this government, at loggerheads with the bureaucrats who might belong to another and they've been you know cleaning out the bureaucracy and putting their own people in gradually but still there are some people who in the higher bureaucracies who can block mm. implementation of the mm. government and that is a problem yeah that's what the real person who is trying to get through investment or foreign investment or all the permissions required to start a new business a small start. They're facing that. So how they're going to overcome the implementation, I don't know. However, I must say that more and more, it is more and more common to hear of people benefiting from a lot of the schemes that uh, Modi has started. I know one person, uh, a cook, Hmm. who was given money to build a house Hmm. and he didn't do anything for a year. Then he got a notice that if you don't build the house now, you're given three months, you your your money will be forfeited. So he took Chutti and he's gone now. To build his house. To build the house.
1: Now, so that means that it's real. Right. And even she said that the number of days that it took to build an average house has come down. It was some 300 days. Now it has come down to 114.
3: Yeah, but you know something that you mentioned in one of your tweets, I think I saw this morning, is that she didn't give too many numbers. She didn't. She didn't. We, no. don't know, no we don't know the amounts of okay. anything. So, like usually... just have to, to the, the general general policy, yes. uh, policy, policy, policy,
4: yes. and then... That's you know, what I'm saying. The social welfare schemes. If you really see the allocations which were made in the past, the total money didn't didn't come.
1: Even even with uh, agriculture, for instance, like if you look at the speech, there is like literally like just two paragraphs on it, and even that is just like surface level, you know, policy announcements. There is no like solid. Allocation numbers that were given. Okay, we have given this much to education. We have given this much to infrastructure. Yeah, that's what was and missing. We that
3: you know yeah. how much, is, who is getting what. This was an unusual speech right. in which there were or no the fiscal deficit. There was no budget. Right. It was just a policy speech. Right. And the problem with vision. that like the vision was what yeah, we're which and is and a great is what vision, vision. to There was
4: a Tamil vision also. Ten minutes of Tamil she spoke.
3: Yeah. And one mean. thing I wanted to bring up that I was watching various channels on how they are covering it. So it was ironical that Rajdeep on India Today. Uh, was uh, coaxing all his speakers, uh, uh, panelists, saying that you know why are you being so leftist and why? Oh, did, yeah, wow. this was funny. So and then I went on Arnab. I said, okay, let me see what the other oh. side is doing. So this was hilarious because Arnab, look, the market is shooting down.
1: Yeah,
3: you have Ashish Chauhan, the managing, managing director of BSE, sitting there really glum and saying actually the market is very happy <laughs> please put it on nuisance okay <laughs> this is a, on record yeah. on record he says yeah. this the market is actually very happy it will just take time to equalize a little bit yeah. just now it's going little no but it's still happy <laughs> and and then in the end but he was looking so desperately glum that towards a few minutes later uh, Arnab says to him um, Ashish Really, if you look so glum, the market will go down. <laughs> so you have to smile. <laughs> Why aren't you smiling? You should be smiling. Wow. So then she starts smiling.
4: But is there an increase in FDI? And it uh, was
3: very interesting how um, Arunab was playing it. It was really smart because he didn't want to trash the budget, but he clearly wanted to.
2: Mm.
1: It yes. wasn't
3: feeling right for yeah. him.
1: Uh, and this is, this is maybe I think because the, the taxes
3: are high on the wealthy. Yeah.
1: But we are we are in the post Rahul Gandhi era now, where he, he desperately wants to find something to bash. But now since the Congress is pretty much dead, he has nothing to do. Like he can't. Like, no, but it was like interesting on how is, he
3: was creating a positive spin out of a lot of things. Oh, and you know he's talking about industry. Industry will now have the. Uh, opportunity to we will really become make in India and then labour reforms now what labour reforms we don't know what is this going to give industrialists power to just fire 300 Hmm. people without you know are they going to remove trade unions what are they going to do it's so weird because
0: that uh, has been made clear that uh, the new labour policy would not be hire and fire policy Hmm. it won't be no
1: and they're saying that 44 different laws related to labor will be consolidated to four they've been saying that since 2015 now so we'll figure out if they they do something now uh, but before we come to that manisha uh, you guys reactions. have
2: made all the points but yeah i thought it was uh interesting when she spoke about air india privatizing hmm. so i'd like to watch that over the next four yeah. years because they said but the same thing earlier but nobody wants it
4: it's been on sale for
2: but i want to see so how that no, goes no airline wants to pick it up no I company wants to pick it up five percent customs on books is weird
1: five percent yeah there's on been yeah. Books. imported books that's yeah. really to weird to help
2: domestic because it's not like it's an industrial uh, product that you know you can help domestic manufacturers, mm. <laughs> you know, by levying tax on foreign books. So I thought that was a bit strange to is, have Is uh, a money going
3: into books? Because normally, when there's a policy change <laughs> like this, is to benefit him. And five percent is quite a bit. Five no, bit. That's yeah. what I'm it's wondering Who who push who lobbied for this? I don't I
1: don't understand this thing because, for instance, I know this for a fact in publishing uh that, for instance, Harper if it's publishing books of authors that are from outside, they have an import list, which means that these guys will sort of get the imported books, not as book format, but they will get them printed here. So the import list when it comes here... So I'm not entirely sure how this will work. It's not like they're physically like importing books into India, right? They're getting permission to print it in india right so i like but
2: there'd be some books i guess that you know they don't print here or i whatever. don't
1: think they really thought about the copyright laws properly around this whole industry no, too. some of the yeah, books I are, are,
2: are
3: imported directly okay yeah. some bo- the, yeah. so the imported books especially the art books the coffee table books they're not yeah, yeah. They they institutional
0: material. institutional buyers of expensive medical books oh the, uh, right. in the technical field uh, that would be uh, had more impact like expensive medical books are imported but they are not uh, bought, uh, purchased by students
1: uh, right, by uh, yeah. there's a huge uh, m- m- existing uh, textbook
3: mm-hmm. industry
2: in india already. Yeah, yeah.
1: Pearson's uh, like I think is the I biggest publishing out And I thought also a there.
2: channel for startups is a bit like Rishi Darshan. Well, is, I'm dying to see this. It's going to be great fun. <laughs> and you have started have, a channel for so You'll have so material many other for things, nuisance like to
3: keep you alive forever. <laughs> <laughs> because to make us know to left, you love to see. Nada, so nah, it's going to be great fun because it's total freedom. I, I suggest that one of us starts a startup and get on it. <laughs> Do you guys ever seen Shark Tank by the
1: way? Anyone? Make none. Yeah. do
3: start up and get on it. Yeah,
1: huh, exactly. So there's this show called Shark Tank. I think Madhu will enjoy this. So there's this show called Star Sh- Shark Tank in the US where all these very high-level VCs are sitting like you know, ha, you know like where you have to sell your project ha, and oh, then you have sure. to come and like sell yes. your startup yes, to them, I've to, seen for them that. to invest in it hmm. and then they buy stake in it and you know like they yeah. give money so all of that so it it can be like a good Indian version of Shark Tank yes yes it's yeah, no, no, gonna no, it. it
2: it be like towards? a Darshan, like how they help farmers oh, God, so it's just gonna sort of channel. help you become a Which one? become an entrepreneur like Darshan, no Darshan has improved a lot
3: because Darshan used to be in the 50s with two guys sitting across each other on a dari and telling farmers things they already know. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're telling a farmer how to plant, how to harvest. Yeah. The farmer knows all that. And I used to look at Krishi Darshan and wonder do they really expect
1: farmers to watch this? <laughs> Uh, Manisha, anything else? No, that's it. I think that's, that's it's
4: like covered. Uh, but okay. is there a FDI increase uh, of FDI in into media. electronic media?
3: Yes. Uh-huh. So there is a uh, not in print media, right? No, it just says media. Media.
4: It's in media. I think it is in electronic media, not S- print media. So it says
3: media, could be anything. So if in it's, in it's in print media, there's going to be huge turmoil. That's a huge thing. Because HT and TOI are
4: going to go but mad. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Mm. Because the print has been lobbying for it. For many, many years. The if print? Print, print. I mean, the Times of India. Yeah.
3: The, all these people. No, it was, Times of India was lobbying for it. Hindustan Times was against it.
4: Ah. And most other organizations were against it. The Times of India was a big, you uh, know, I think Indian Express. And an also. interesting mm-hmm.
3: development is that the government has withheld ha- ads from the Times Group, ABP, and in the Hindu.
4: Yeah.
3: Why Times Group? There's such Makhon Baj. <laughs> <laughs> also, there what's the story behind story that?
4: also, in fact. Huh? There was a story, I, uh, they, they oh yes, for the first time, I think the story was about that for the first time the uh, central government employees, they got their salary late. So they published that story and I think uh, the next day it was withdrawn from the digital hmm. platform.
3: No, but why now? So, what have they done? So that's what
4: the only story, perhaps. Types of MTNL. I think empty, but they're MTNL. so MTNL. careful.
2: How did they get for the print? Though there's a new print tax have also gone up, so it's going to be very difficult for newspapers. Ten percent, I think. That's not right.
1: Mm. Uh, so even newsprint... insurance intermediaries will be hundred percent FDI mm. now. So that that might also be like a game-changing thing. I think aviation is one more sector where there are. are Uh, and Hmm. the other big development other than that is that they are starting a commercial arm of ISRO like, so now ISRO will have like a commercial arm, so no, research and development. it is an old thing, they have replaced, yeah.
0: And, yeah. It is an old thing. No. But uh,
1: like more, like I think they'll now specifically treat it as a commercial entity, which, which will buy and sell Indian made like space products. The commercial
0: launching by ISRO was an old initiative. Okay. In 2002 and three. Okay. But they, they announced they it again then. They, they, they have re-energized it. Re-energized, re-energized it. it.
1: There's a lot of things being re-energized like Air India divestment to be re-initiated. So as you were saying that uh, government has enhanced the target to 1. lakh, uh, 1.05 lakh crore for divestment. But not this is not specifically for Air India but overall uh, 1.5 lakh crore is what they want to divest from PSUs. Um, so that, that, so they have been talking about this, but if we can come to, uh, one important thing that a lot of channels I've seen talk about is the NPS and the NBFC situation, mainly the NBFC situation because, um, okay. So for the listeners, I think, uh, uh, to simplify it a little. So NBFCs are these, uh, financial corporations, financial things like Muthoot Finance and yeah, which specifically give out loans, uh, Uh, but they're not banks but they give out loans on say a gold or there are like companies which are giving out just specifically auto loans so they understand the market for that around that uh, uh, product and then they just offer specific financial services around this. So recently NBFCs have been in a giant crisis because the biggest one which is ILFS uh, it well, it went NPA, there was a lot of uh, NPS that were built up in ILFS. And now uh, banks are basically running around which a lot of banks had investments in it, and their loans are going bad. So NBFCs have turned out to be this sort of uh, people had not expected it to be such a big problem for the banks. But now that it is, they had to have something in this budget. To deal with it. So now what they have said, and this is what uh, the minister had said, is that financially stable NP- NBFCs, if you have, if banks have investments in financially stable NBFCs, I don't know what that even means. But they will be the, given a, a backing government guarantee for a period of six months. Now th- That is what they are doing. So basically, it's like a partial bailout right mm. where they are protected nbfcs like these will be protected but what is your general uh, assessment about npas bad loans and nbfcs in general
2: uh, i think madhu's covered that point saying that there's really nothing much that they've they haven't addressed it at all
1: uh, okay so the way they have addressed it is by throwing more money at it uh, into one, and that one that makes company. me nervous yeah, makes because it. if
3: you're going to create more defaulters yeah and make uh, a few dubious people in the, in the banks Corrupt, right. I don't think it will work, so I don't know what I, it's not been cl- clarified. Maybe I'm wrong, and right. but it requires clarity. There is no clarity
4: five, in it. A, 85% of the defaulted money is lying with just one percent or two yeah. percent of persons, yeah. So, so there are, I mean, they all are identified, yeah, but it's a huge amount. Uh, but huge then amount. 85% of the that. fact is that a lot of this budget
3: didn't have clarity, and that is. That is the thing that to just give, I mean, you're talking about Gandhipedia, that's not a budget up subject. Yeah. How is it a budget subject?
1: Yeah, um, cool. it, it was very weird. The one problem I think we have with the announcement of the allocations and not having announcements about the allocations is that now we will have to go into the documents to actually find out how much money has been given to which sector. Because usually what happens is when the finance minister is giving a speech, they say, we have allocated this much, this much for yeah, infrastructure. Yeah, but she didn't even
2: mention didn't primary mention education. education. At
1: all, so, at all. Good
2: journalists can work a little
3: bit yeah. for, a change. And, <laughs> for a change You know, when you see... <laughs> The kids in government school schools, and I've been around. I've been doing some th- stuff there. They're so bright. There's so much that they want to do. Yeah. But you know, you need. They need help. Right. They need. They've cut down the spending on teacher training. Why?
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so we will move on to Rahul Gandhi's resignation. Oh, now. I think Shiva Ru's tweet was the best. Okay, tell me. So he
3: said uh, Rahul Gandhi resigns and he put that clip of uh, Rahul Gandhi in parliament after he gave Modi the hug. He winks. <laughs> yeah, winks. So he put the
1: wink. at uh, Republic, I was watching and they were constantly playing this clip while they were dissing Rahul Gandhi. They were like, it was like just this wig clip and him going like
3: something. another thing, another thing that I have to sh- also, Priyanka tweets after, in response to his you're resignation. courageous man. Yeah, I no mean, one's more oh, courageous. Yeah, I excuse me, one second. She says, uh, Few have the courage that you do at Rahul Gandhi. Deepest respect for your decision. Please tell me one thing courage. Courage is something that comes into play when you're afraid of something and you say, I'm going to do it anyway. Hmm. That's bravery. That's yeah. courage. What was he afraid of? Why do you need courage to resign? You don't need, like very often somebody will say to me over the years that you really had courage to do this interview, really had courage to get that coup. And I'm I'm puzzled because it really did not require courage. It does not require courage to ask harsh questions. You're just doing it. Right. If you're afraid of doing it and then you do it, then it requires courage. But for most issues in your life, you don't require courage. You're just doing it, especially if it's part of your job. So I don't understand how this family is talking about courage to resign. Please explain that. Somebody Anand, will you explain why he needs courage to resign? Why does this family think that he needs courage to resign?
1: It's courage because he's giving up on a
3: legacy. I <laughs> maybe <laughs> Uh, Raman and anand will have some explanation
0: okay. i think that is relative uh, we cannot uh, put ourselves in his position of course he is privileged and he has inherited uh, his leadership but for his maybe because uh, um, his mother didn't resign and pass on the baton to his son uh, to her son so
3: <laughs> so, so to send uh, up your
0: mother so uh, the, her mother lacked it Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, her mother lacked it uh, while dealing with, uh, say, Sitaram Kesri or something. So Sitaram, Sitaram Kesri or uh, other non-Congress uh, um, inheritors of presidency. Uh, so uh, what? Uh, so, in that relative sense, uh, to uh, see uh, the limited point uh, that uh, maybe Priyanka was making is that uh, um, owning accountability for the defeat, and uh, um, that uh, for her limited uh, definition of courage, was an act of
4: bravery. So, in the lighter sense, I mean, despite a dynast. Hmm. Uh, despite belonging to a dynastic, uh, you know, dynasty family, so he he decided to resign. So he he resigned. So and uh, the second thing I think it's uh, like
1: a king giving up uh, a throne and a going, throne.
4: going to uh, Sanyas. Uh, it's it's like oh my like god,
1: that. so much courage.
4: Uh, he left so the <laughs> throne.
2: I'm sorry,
4: <laughs> like, <laughs> I miss it completely. I don't see so it. Congress was. I don't see Congress it. is Gandhi's. Gandhi family's legacy so he yeah. gives it up so he simple up. in simple terms second I, can, I think somebody somebody thing, no 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 he's he's people the accountability nobody talks about these days uh, I remember as as uh, I think 1992 when the two when the there was a scam that, no no the other one in which uh, ka scam. the BJP uh, Jain, Jainawala uh, so they, when the chargeded this guy uh, uh, well, Advani was chargeded he resigned he he said ki I will not come back till my till name gets clear yeah. so so people these days don't talk like this so he at least he is owning up the you know defeat and he's resigning so maybe that is why it is a courage for
1: but what what
3: did no, you guys your think your
4: uh, uh, explanation is like saying the water is wet
1: so
3: no no no
4: see, no, see, no, no because no why because these days nobody uh, you know, takes, takes responsibility, takes
1: responsibility and responsibility. gives up something. So he took the I responsibility.
4: How could he not? It's so obvious. Uh, no, no, the party, like the the cronies. I've always
1: believed that he never wanted to be in this. That's true. In the first place. Yeah, it's not and I genuinely think, like yeah. even from the beginning. So I remember this when uh, he's not he, a bad guy, but mm, he's uh, he's in the wrong job. No when no when problem. in 2014 they had that giant defeat. I remember him standing beside his mother and like Why? smiling and he, like,
2: oh my god, so and, happy. This and is, and is the best day of my movie. life. Wiggly fingers. Yeah. <laughs> but what did you guys think of the letter? Yeah the
1: letter. Yeah. I think it was like absolute cringe. I I thought it was like unnecessary. It was like four it's pages. Very long, grandiose. Very grandiose. It's like, oh my god, I'm the only savior in this universe. I've been standing it's up for grandiose. ideas, so but what do the you people think, have man? rejected
4: me. No, I to, I I think more about the Congress now. Hmm. I mean after he goes away. He is not going away, by the way. The family is not going away anyway. But in so their constitution, comes, I
3: believe in their Congress constitution, it means that if the president resigns, the in, next senior leader becomes interim, which makes oh, that is with true. Vora. Vora. That is true. That is true. No, that, he's interim. So anyone which else comes being, in. Being, uh, I'll make myself vulnerable to be accused of being an ageist, but Vora can't find his way out
4: of his... House. Bedroom to be yeah, yeah. He's 90 years old. He's 90 years old. Huh. Yeah. No, but I think Motilal Vora again is interim, but uh, and, maybe and maybe they will find somebody very soon. When but whether that person is going to Why run can't Congress they have a voting? without the family, I mean, if the family's influence on if he's a puppet, just like. He's uh, the same. It's the same.
1: And even when. Uh, so
4: that's the only thing. I mean, the Congress will never get revived. Yeah. That's that's the that most important point. That no, is very important.
1: There, there is this one one incident that happened where A&I went to Motilal Vora and they asked him oh you are interim president he's like I have no idea they have not told me which actually tells you how much of a like you know communication no, problem is, there is a within constitution, that
4: party. A Congress constitution. Yeah, but like I mean if you know if that, But oh, they haven't announced
1: they've it. They have not announced it nobody told him that you are now you know Why by don't
4: default they have president. An election. Uh, they should
2: What are you yeah. using of the letter Anand? Okay.
4: So
0: <laughs> You see, uh, Rahul Gandhi uh, symbolised something which didn't work for Congress Party, and which is not very peculiar to Congress. It's uh, it in different degrees it can be found in the other political parties also. Uh, pic, uh, inherited charisma. So either authority can come from tradition or charisma or legal, rational authority. But India and many post colonial societies have this peculiar basis of leadership, inherited charisma. Charisma Mm -hmm. that you inherit from your, uh, uh, say, um, predecessors in a political family. So uh, that didn't work for him, the inherited charisma. But
2: I think maybe the time for that is gone. Yes. Also.
0: So, uh, but uh, the problem for the party is that the second line of the party are also a, co- a, a, a collection of mini Rahul's. Means uh, they, they they are they, ha- they are also co- uh, diners right. in different ways. So they don't have a, a, a kind of what is called Jamini Neta, mm-hmm. who who has risen from below and uh, has. Uh, uh, a very uh, strong uh, leadership appeal within he, um, the, he, their region. So that is uh, a problem that they, w- they w- uh, would face immediately. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I think it's not all gloom. I, uh, Congress is still w- w- the national party, which has all India presence, maybe a very uh, l- uh, very depleted organizational structure, but uh, the all India presence is, is still there. Mm. and. Uh, that way it is what rahul has done that for a number of power brokers for which nehru gandhi family was a facade he has removed that facade right. by, by withdrawing from uh, presidency uh, rule he has removed that facade now still congress's failure was is it's still the same, that it is uh, uh, being uh, um, held back by a number of power brokers. And their bad days never came. Their bad days never came. Est- uh, why Congress will uh, still need Gandhi Nehru family because of a very practical reason that there is still the rallying point for finances. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they would be the money catcher. But, is but still. they don't have much uh, money
1: left anymore. No, no
0: that sure I don't know. I am sure. Have. There there there.
1: Okay, so like this is one, Means, one but of What? Whatever, is whatever rules. Rule. It's not. No, but I, I okay. I have to understand this because uh, right now, if you look at it, no, like b- because the of their
0: donations, because they are the ni- recognizable face for inter international networking for even within networking within the country now the magnet is gandhi nehru family still so it, it, uh, it, but, it, but, do, but, it but i, but I, I, think, I is that
3: think we don't know
1: yeah. we
0: we don't if know. a
3: new leader comes up who understands and can rally really create a national party that exists because i know for a fact that somebody was telling rahul gandhi much before the election, when the campaign was just beginning, and he told him that listen, you should get a thousand people from that state if, if working on the ground with you on what they what that state needs and work with them. And, and Rahul Gandhi's is forget thousand, I can't find one hundred.
4: No, the Carter Congress, in fact, for that matter, any party doesn't have a very good Carter. In case of BJP, it is RSS. And RSS is the backbone. PJP mm. in itself, it is also a party of contractors. See, uh, what has what I basically I have seen over the years, whichever party is dominating the national scenario, these these contractors move to the, the that party. So there is a circulation, uh, you know, mm. of uh, these contractors, you mm. know, going around in these parties. So cadre, if you talk about cadre, I think RSS is the only uh, CADR without any s- selfish interest they they pursue the agenda the, the congress never basically
1: had it. they have an ideology binding them mm. so they don't they have that to fall back on but congress basically now is just hollow it has no ideology
4: per yeah, se how even,
1: for how long can you like stick to your one like senior indip- person, the party that gave you independence sort of ideology
4: even senior rss guy he was telling me that uh, no no if I, the uh, this uh, the Congress is in trouble. RSS is, is going to help the Congress. So, I mean, I said, obviously, you're going to help the Congress. Otherwise, how will BJP come back? Yeah. So, so, you need Congress, Congress for the BJP to come back. So, so he was giving me the examples, you know, in the past, like Dr. Karan Singh time when, uh, you know, they had helped the Congress.
2: I do think Congress, there's still a relevance for a party like Congress. India does need a centrist party. And I... I hope they, I mean, I hope if not the Congress, then something takes its place because we do need a center, a centrist yeah, that's party. That's a very the important region. point.
3: But um, the point is that if you have such a weak center, hmm. dependent on one. Hmm. so-called glamorous dynast, hmm. which was completely out of touch with hmm. India as it exists today, it's better not to have one and let something new emerge. Absolutely. There Absolutely. Has, it's just has to be a vacuum for seems, something to happen. Yeah, see- but to be uh, occupying a space without actually functioning, that is detrimental.
2: No, I'm, And the thing is, he just seems like someone who just doesn't have skin in the game. Like, yeah. oh, See, Sachin Pallet is also a dynast whatever, but when, when during Raj's selections, mm. he did work you know he did really work there ah there is a Sachin pilot camp the people who really like him working. he's on, he's the, on ground. the ground work. he does his yatras uh, even Jagan Reddy is a dynast mm. but look he's gone like Padhyatra he did from you know village to village so he's they even, are, even they're invested in holding on to their even path. if you think
1: about when Akhilesh Yadav had campaigned in yeah. UP he was also like campaigning really hard for biggest months biggest example on is Jagan.
2: I mean yeah. no, but Jagan a is a big
4: en- enigma for me I mean I to, I mean I have that covered J- Jagan's story very, very minutely. I have read all the 10 charge sheets filed against him. I'm really sorry to say that he is completely an enigma of politics. I mean, a corrupt person like him and people electing him, I thought com- become completely cynical about this <laughs> People elected
3: Raja Bhaiya What do you Haan, say Raja
4: No, but this guy, uh, Madhu, I mean, if you, if you see the charge sheets, the the, uh, the the material evidences that have been gathered against him and now how he is touching uh, modi's feet so everything i i can easily understand mm. what he wants to do because the the evidence is so clear against him and, the uh, I find the story uh,
2: fascinating for the whole like the revenge Bollywood saga <laughs> <laughs> snubbed by Congress and then what, he comes back and he gives
4: it off no, that's but the, what uh, the Saudis love the interesting, the, the interesting thing interesting that happened after
1: uh, Rahul's resignation was how the news channel started behaving right so on the day of the like resignation there were like almost all of them like including Z News and uh, Times Now and Republic they were like this is all drama nothing has changed. Basically now Rahul Gandhi is going to operate whoever comes in by remote control. And the reason why is because he's lazy. He doesn't want to go on the ground. He doesn't want to, you know, campaign in the dhup, Garmi mein, as Sudhir Chaudhary had said. And uh, basically he'll just sit around in his throne in Delhi and he will control people on the ground. And that is how Congress will work. And that is how it has always worked. So they're back into default mode. So what
3: about the battle between Mahua no. and uh, Sudhir Chaudhary oh i'm going off point please no, okay. continue
0: now, coming back to congress so i think after 1989 congress never got a clear majority right so it was anyway not a uh, very dominant party even uh, till 2019 so it is not very certain it uh, uh, the point that people were talking about that uh, after independence, the post the independence struggle legacy and after independence, Congress was a system. Means what Rajni Kothari said, Congress system. The opposition of Congress was Congress itself because it accommodated all interests: Dalit interest, OBC interest, minority interest. So I- even those factions which articulated uh, different social interests were accommodated within Congress. After 70s, the interest-based parties challenged it big time, and it lost ground gradually because of that, apart from one in a decade uh, event like 84, which which was a major victory because of a lot of other regions which cannot be replicated every election. So the political space which was uh, vacated by it had to be taken by a strong alternative party, mm. national party, and BJP filled that and the challenge for congress is to be the another pool of that alternative I means yeah. then, then then that is where it's all india presence can help if an alternate leadership or even gandhi nehru family steered leadership
1: revives yeah, yeah. Uh, we okay. can move on to the next yeah, one Yeah, i'll just yeah. read a
2: quick letter and then we can move on okay. to the next one Uh, This letter is by Harsh Kumar. My two cents on swearing in, while I agree with Anand that Parliament may be the last institutional space being governed by a non-religious protocol which I believe institutional spaces ought to have, I disagree with the use of this argument to explain what happened in the public swearing, swearing ceremony. Indians display their religiosity publicly because of their strong belief in God and not to provoke the other group. Public spaces don't witness a Hindu shouting Jai Shri Ram in faces of Muslims to tick them off and vice versa, Muslims teasing Hindus with Allah Akbar. Whenever that happens, the intention is to get into a fight and not as an act of religi- religiosity. What happened in Parliament was not a display of belief and faith in God, but a vulgar use of religion for politics and intimidation. Parliament can allow use of personal religious symbols if rules are amended. What happened can't be allowed. It shows the moral corruption of these new breed of MPs. That's it.
0: Okay, let me respond. Yeah. Explanation is not desirability. It is an explanation of a phenomenon that why something happened. It is not that it is my opinion. I am trying to see the social dynamics before, uh, b- behind the phenomenon. It is not that this is desirable, this should be done. But w- what I am saying is that the p- public spaces were kept aloof from the catharsis of religiosity. Uh, in a country of believers. So the protocol of non-believers in public space was so entrenched that it is finding now outlets in crude forms, in uh, say, you can even say Vulgar forms, like uh, in those outings. So I was try- just trying to see the social psyche of it. I'm not. Sh- I was not saying that that was desirable. So there is a difference.
4: Right. Um, I really agree with what he's
3: saying. Hi. This ah. I confusion takes place the... many times ah. when you're sometimes just explaining a phenomenon. Yes. People think that you're approving it.
1: Yes. Yes. That's true. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Uh, so uh, can we talk about Zaira Wasim quitting Bollywood? Oh,
2: <laughs> first I'd like to know: Do you guys think it deserved primetime news? Not at all. Yeah, it who was cares? Primetime material. Primetime material. And I think that a personal Anand, decision. There are so I,
4: many Muslim women already working there. No, I think this child. So this I call
3: is, her a child because she is a child. She's, she's a very 18. young. Uh, got trolled and harassed, and all kinds of things happened And I think it took an emotional toll on her. But it
1: was a self-inflicted thing. She had no reason To sort of Announce it to the world With that whole Long post That you know I am doing this Because you know Whatever reasons I think it's Absolutely self-inflicted
4: Well these days People think aloud na, Through with social media Exactly so, I mean so I, I have I have stopped so Having
1: Absolutely stopped Having sympathy For people Who are sort of Putting out their thoughts On <laughs> social media And then as a result Getting trolled For whatever reason Stopped Wait, Why did you have it In the first place <laughs> I did Initially I was like Oh no it's fine You know The people getting trolled But Now I'm like, if you're putting your thoughts out into this crap of a universe, virtual universe, people are going to troll you. There are more vile people than there are good people. Even if there are good people, they will not say shit about it. They will not defend you. They will not come to defend you. If they come to defend you, there are way more people who will trash them also. And that is exactly what happened to her. And I think as an 18 year old, I'm sorry, but she should know these things. Uh, now, in in this today's day and age, she is a celebrity. She has had a movie which came out two years ago. Now this is something that she knew would make news. No, but what is against her religion dancing? Uh, no, I mean exactly like it's it's such a pointless controversy to begin with. But uh, I have no sympathies for her.
4: Now, now to say that there is some uh, someone's pressure without. Even, you know, looking into the facts. So I say that there are so many Muslim women who are already working. So why I know. are not they facing any pressure? So I feel it is absolutely a. Uh, she was
0: also involved in a, in a controversy where she had accused a person mm-hmm. in an aircraft. Aircraft, aircraft, aircraft yeah, that was in, the that, same. That yeah, yeah, turned yeah, out yeah. to be a false accusation. Yeah. Right. right?
2: Yeah, I think that... Uh, um,
0: I think, uh, but on question of singing, in a a, a school of Islamic thought, even, say, photographies,
4: uh, um, music, Mm. Mm. uh, uh,
0: anything that provides you some sensual pleasure, any kind of senses, pleasure, uh, uh, brings you uh, away from means, so What a world, you know, away. this... Huh? so that, that would uh, but, uh, but I think that she is free to feel so, right? Of course, see, you know, I, how
3: can soul? you live in a country where you're banned from singing and dancing and all that? Right? It's just like hmm. the soul of everything. Yeah. Um...
4: I was in At I the Jaipur Literature I,
3: Festival once, this Ali Sethi, who's from Pakistan, he's a writer and uh, Najam Sethi's son, and um, was singing Bulle Shah on stage. And his aunt was sitting next to me and she was crying. And I said, what's the matter? She says, you know, I'm crying because he has to come to India to sing this. He's not allowed to sing it in, in Pakistan. But Pakistan
2: no, it, has coke studio? He doesn't sing there. I think the Coke Studio is <laughs> <laughs> done
3: in some planet. Probably recorded in Dubai
4: during Gaddafi. Uh, I had gone to Libya, Tripoli. We were state guests and we stayed in a government hotel. And 24 hours religious sermons on the television. There is no pla- no program, nothing. But the people through satellites. In their houses, they are getting hmm. the Western property. So and five day, days, and we just wanted to run away. They are. <laughs> they wanted us to stay for five more days, <laughs> and they were offering us one thousand dollar US dollar at that time. I would have stayed for that. <laughs> Indrajit, Indrajit, the MP at that time, he was with us. Indrajit, me, uh, that uh, Asian age girl, uh, ja- Wahab the one who uh, me too hmm. moment, she was there Gajla. Ha, Gajla. Gajla. so we we just ran away we said we don't want one th- they had taken away our Passports. passport also they do that so <laughs> so they d- no no the worst thing is they dropped they took us by car and they dropped us at uh, some place from there we had to catch our uh, you know flight they said Kia we have we don't give any guarantee for your safe uh, you know uh, safety reaching daily he said now I'm you leave so, um, so, so, so you
2: had you had like a very <laughs> we had a really nice piece actually on this from a Kashmiri Muslim, Ifra ah. Jan, who's written for us, and I think it's worth listening to her because what she says is that fine, it's your choice, and you are free to do it. But when you put out a public letter like that, you make it very difficult for the rest of us women who want to do something, who want to hmm. maybe act hmm. or who and other Muslim girls look because like you now. are immediately drawing that sort of assessment that you know the rest of the. People who are doing whatever acting or in the is in the art world is somehow not a good Muslim. No, and she also points and Kashmir is a deeply Samist and patriarchal society. It is very tough for women to go out mm. there and follow unconventional yes. sort of uh, roles. So if you're going to write a letter like that, I think that, yeah, you do put the other women in a sort of a tricky position. And another thing, I think she's always been uneasy, Zaira Vaseem, with a role model tag. And Mm. I think a lot of Delhi media tends to do that. Every time they see sort of a liberal Muslim, a Kashmiri Muslim, or a Kashmiri Muslim who's not a terrorist, (laughs) who's a stone pelter. (laughs) She's immediately propped up as this, look, role model. Why can't the rest of the Kashmiris be like her? Why can't, you know, like what they're doing with Nusrat right Right. now. Why, like, she can Mm. wear a sindoor. All Muslim women should do that. And that creates a lot of animosity against where she's staying in uh, kashmir people uh, start viewing her as you know oh this person who's a uh, collaborator that's the word there and i think she's always been uneasy with that she's always said that also that i'm not a role model and all uh, that so i don't know what pressures must have played but definitely i do i mean if you put out a letter like that i kind of expect the backlash that it got uh, and i do think that it makes you're just putting placing a judgment on other women who are uh, trying to do stuff and very well. There are other Kashmiri men who are in the arts hmm. and they never get trolled. Hmm. There are models, there are singers, hmm. there are other sort of TV actors. Those guys we don't even know of. No one cares. Right. So the specific onus on women to, you know, be true to their iman and is... Right. Something that should be fought against. Uh,
1: this is something interesting that uh, Manisha also did yesterday. I think you interviewed one of these. Oh yeah, these. but
2: that's a secret.
1: Oh, that's a secret. We can't talk about it. So you'll have to watch it. Nuisance next, uh, this week. Because uh, we did something wild. And uh, it is related to this. Partially related to this. So yeah.
3: So
2: the thing is that television debates, I'm okay for a debate like this. Because okay, it brings out culture. It brings out, you know, issues about Kashmir, which are not really necessarily hard politics or army it's about the space the society so I'm all for debating it but then you have like some maulana from Hyderabad talking about this mm-hmm. who's going to say the ah. same that it's haram hai, or videography allowed. Hai. I mean you could have had Muslim women from Kashmir who talk about it yeah. you could have had other women who are you know I mean, both the sides. St-
4: the story is I mean all these people the permanent fixtures mm-hmm. these maulanas on each channel I think we need to really
2: figure out yeah. who, yeah. Really figure out figure who out.
4: they are we need to profile them yeah, we, we must do that.
2: Yeah,
4: and uh,
2: so we've interviewed one of them for nuisance. Exactly.
1: Uh. Wait, that was supposed to be a secret, Manisha. be just one second. second You're not saying who it is. No, we okay. actually found one. So, like, basically, that's the big secret, and we've interviewed him. And he's yeah, going to be a nuisance.
0: One thing is, I think how you pronounce his name, I don't know that. Uh, writer Yumoto Yuko, Yumoto
2: I
1: think
2: it's Ambertu, no? Umberto. Uh,
0: so, once he wrote that uh, that uh, w- at last where we are going and we are going to home, it, it, there comes a point in life where what you je- really need is to go to home. At the last we just go to home. The home cooked, the comfort of values and the need to connect to your immediate environment where you grew up and that probably came a bit early in her life Mm. that has come to say people like me in middle age but that came early to her and that is understandable that's Mm. okay and Mm. there is no problem with that absolutely
3: but then I don't, if don't you think, think that it was like a journey. I think it was she was trolled. She was feeling harassed and cornered. And she basically gave in to that because I think a, uh, an 18 year old found it difficult to handle such pressure probably. So it was a reaction, not what a journey to. Her Whatever that
2: may be, but what you're saying is more personal. But yeah, if you then write a journey. blog about but how but the rest of the her 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 journey was sad, her's was a reaction <laughs> to,
3: to some lot of nastiness that she had to face. Maybe she
0: didn't have the gift of articulation to put her position and she, just
3: rationalized just her. she rationalized
0: it she it in a wrong way i think that, that and also for
3: an 18 year old it might be just too much for her you remember that uh, army officer's daughter gurmehar Kaur. Yeah. gurmehar kor yeah and she finally when she was trolled she just when she said my lost my father and i want peace i don't want india to go to pakistan she was trolled like crazy yeah. and then she after
1: that she just shut down because She's famous now. She goes to like panels and gives like talks everywhere. Oh, she recovered. Okay. She's like a proper news. activist. She wrote two books. Good. Okay. Her books are bestsellers. She's okay, I just remember well. her from, from
3: <laughs> just quitting. Like, I can't deal with it anymore. She, yeah,
1: she did it for two days.
0: Right. She, then she, she is was She's a prime example of profitable victimhood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Kanaya Kumar is also one of them. Prime um, example was Meena Kumari. <laughs> Uh, Manisha you have one <laughs> more <laughs> letter Profitable gra-
2: Profited greatly <laughs> uh, but, um. That was tragedy Not victimhood She was a but tragic was, figure
4: uh, she was, Tragic
2: uh, figures but are more interesting than victims. Yeah,
3: but A lot of it was victimhood
4: <laughs> <laughs> She was used
2: Okay so one more letter by Dheeraj Bhandari Abhinandan made a point that he's not aware Of anybody he knows who has AIDS You are not wrong but I just what? wanted to what? Why when did he say that though Did he say that where does he live?
1: I don't understand.
2: No, I mean, he may
3: not know, but I don't know in How what context he, he said do that. You, do you know anyone who has AIDS?
1: I, I know no. one person.
3: I know four or five
1: people who I know are, who are HIV positive. Yeah.
2: Uh, Dheeraj says, you are not wrong, but I just wanted to point out why. I do remember that NL itself had some stories about the fantastic National AIDS Control Program has now been diluted of sorts. It would be great if you review and watched this five-year-old documentary, Fire in the Blood. It's available on Netflix. This is a must-watch for two reasons. India's contribution to the world, Africa especially, in the form of generic drugs. Why India needs to continue, not change its patent law. And we need to have an outrage and news coverage to ensure India does not cower to US pressure to sign the w 2 T.O. agreement and generic drugs. We need a story on this as well as awareness. Indian pharma, despite bottle of lies, is the lesser evil than the American ones. Or else, when the next epidemic of the type of AIDS comes in, we might not be able to say, I really don't know anyone who suffers from it because these farmers will make it so expensive that we will die because we don't have the money. These two Netflix will make my point. He's given a link to Bleeding Edge and Dirty Money. So you can watch that if you're interested. He also says, I do not think you really need to send reporters out of Delhi for the story since there's aims in Delhi and a good number of hospitals which would provide input. So does the Medical Indian Council and Mr. Trehan, quote-unquote, could be of great help as well as medical practitioners who are your subscribers. So I just remembered, Abhinandan had said... Yeah, it's a great story to yeah. do, actually. Abhinandan had mentioned AIDS because I think he was asking, is the water crisis something like... How we were told that AIDS would take over, it'll finish everyone and it didn't. Oh. So no, how did we sort of control it? With
3: HIV positive patients, the drugs are pretty effective and people mm. who thought they would die within a year have been living for the last 10 years mm. or 15 years.
1: Yeah. Treatment has become mm. very effective on HIV yeah. now. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So we will move on to the last Thing which we will I'll take just quick comments on is the Channi chalk incident because I think we should talk about that. Why is News Laundry getting such abuse uh, on the story, mm-hmm.
4: Manisha?
2: Well, the, it's only the second story which where we've pointed out that ah, Swaraj Op India
4: organizer, and uh, organizers Op India and Swaraj mm-hmm. they did a story just based on the statement of a woman and that an my FR. son has been abducted she she said in very sort whatever in certain terms if someone is telling me the mother is telling me that my son has been abducted what will i do next as a reporter check i'll go check double check okay i'll i'll i'll, I'll just get it confirmed and and anybody can say anything but has the police taken cognizance of it is the police looking into this case so so, so we need a comment from them. no police comment nothing this mother and they were crying headlines that uh, the boy Hindu boy kidnapped by Muslim so where was he found he ran he came away back. he ran <laughs> away to Hardwar uh, and he was moving around with his uh, buddies his uncle and then he came back why didn't he tell his mother and he he was fourteen year old. Uh, no, he had a phone. He said I was so afraid that I switched my he phone was off. He didn't then I lost me. my phone, so he didn't also inform anyone. The
2: mother also seen. I mean, they're poor what people. What Didn't he have a phone?
4: he had it I, I don't know i mean they should inform the they should have informed yeah no that is fine i mean but, but here, this is
1: uh, okay to to give a little context to our listeners as well so essentially this is about the channi chowk incident where a temple was vandalized a 100 year old temple durga yeah. temple was vandalized where a unnamed mob of people went at night and just no, broke no. There like were a windows. mob of
2: Muslims. We ha. know that, but we don't First know who it they was. First, it
1: was unnamed because ha. basically they, they went in it's and the mob they, of
3: Muslims and it has started over a parking dispute.
1: Yes. what
2: started it was two men fought over parking. The Ash Mohammed and Sanjay, yes. I think. So first, Aas got beaten up by Sanjay's okay. friends. Then Aas said, maybe will show you. Ten of mom. his friends beat him up. Mm-hmm. The police took both of them to the station and by then the situation was kind of resolved. But then there were rumors spread. The police says that there were rumors that Linching a wise. Muslim has been lynched. So then a Muslim mob descended onto the area. They attacked his home. They vandalized a temple. And then the police came in and hmm. situations sort of, but in this kind of, this kind of
4: situation, again, the way it was reported that the d t has been. Uh, you know, uh, they they have uh, destroyed the deity or something.
2: Yeah, I don't know if so. The, so, no, uh, the one so, the temple th- was right adjacent to the house. Uh, so, I d- don't. D- the d- one thing that, that sparked
1: this one was the video that was circulating about like broken glasses in front of uh, the yeah. But another one was this uh, Kapil Mishra has put out a video uh, on his Twitter, which is like this weird shot. First shot is these Muslim men like screaming, you know, Allahu Akbar, Allah Akbar. Then it cuts to this other mm-hmm. video, which was already circulating around. So. So like a bunch of people basically shared that Sudarshan and other people also started showing that Kapil Mishnah video that you know they they later found out that it was a Muslim mob who actually did the incident but then what followed this abduction of a mm. child etc was a follow up immediate follow up mm. to this incident and that is why it got so much attention because then So one of the
2: stories that floated were that when the mob came to attack the temple and this gentleman's house they also went into a Hindu household and picked up a 70-year-old boy yeah now that boy apparently wasn't picked up or kidnapped he just left on his own he was scared hmm. and this his story is a bit fuzzy it's a, even i'm not clear what he's scared holes. of hmm. there are still not we, a very he's yet. not
4: able to tell why didn't, why didn't he tell his ha. uh you know parents how old was he but
2: 14
4: years? Old 17, was 17, 14, 17 17 17,
2: 17 yeah. but um this story was then played up on Swaraj Op India organizer as mob of Mm. men pick Mm. up Hindu boy drag him out I don't know if this is worth a mention but
3: uh, Nupur Sharma has written a detailed response
1: to the news laundry article exactly that's what that's what was Mm. happening today so anyway but
2: besides that I do think like Delhi police gets a lot of flack all the time and from whatever reports I've read I think they did a really good job of uh, Mm. containing because when our reporter went what they both described Basant and Veena was that the middle of the road there was one group chanting Ram, one group chanting Allahu Akbar just wanting to go at each other and the police really sort of stepped in and mm. made sure that everything is calm and the police has also been tweeting like just this story where Sudarshan was going around interviewing people and kind of inciting mm. passions over this so-called 17-year-old's abduction the police Sudarshan was also tweeting in Sudarshan news mm. the police said that boss he's come back stop like mm. doing this you know mm
1: they, they so, have been actively tweeting under like news channels saying oh please don't spread these and rumors see, fine and fine stories please. develop
2: maybe he disappeared for two days and you didn't know where he was and you just took the mother's word in the F.I.R. for it but then you write an update na, that he's hmm. back and it wasn't an abduction I mean, was it no. was an abduction it was <laughs> like, by it. the Taya
1: by <laughs> Taiji. <laughs> <laughs> Technically,
3: yes. The corrupting
1: Taiaji. Oh I the is the one responsible for all this. Um, so like uh, the so the reason why news laundry is getting trolled is because of this, because apparently like they went on the second when they just saw the FIR and reported it. Our reporters went on the third, and by that time the child was back. So that was why, you know, they're like, what is this? Okay, so see, there is a,
0: a, something very boringly formulaic about how media covers these kind of confrontations. So, it's, it has become very formulaic in digital platforms, where you know the angles that different platforms would take. But even in mainstream media, it is uh, also formulaic to a degree. Like, uh, none of the Delhi editions of major, say, English newspapers, like Times of India, Hindu, or Indian Express. Now, I looked at their headline. It was about parking row. Now, suppose a mosque was desecrated it would not have been that headline that a uh, parking row so the cause and effect relationship what was the cause of the effect mm. that changes that has a role reversal depending on the kind of media house you are so that, that is a formula kind of pattern that is emerging second is that at different stages of a developing a story you have factual inaccuracies You can have factual, because some don't have the advantage of the hindsight, some may be agenda-driven to uh, just uh, jump the gun and say anything, as may may have appeared, Hmm. appeared, um, may have happened in this case. So that happens, that can can happen with every media house. Every media house does that at at different points of time. So uh, that is not... But one thing is that uh, the reporting, uh, so we should not throw the baby with the bathwater. I think Shoraj, to its credit, has done some stories in the past, which none of the media houses did and it went has went to ghettos, areas where even police dare not. I, uh, so many IPS officers tell me, some, some, some of my students, that there are areas which our personnel don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And Suraj, I think, has done some stories in the past which, uh, which would not have been covered by, uh, say, digital property. So within their agenda, with a lot of facts in there are millions of facts out there and different people are covering different facts that those facts would not have been covered. So I mean, there are millions of people in India, millions of incidents. This is not not no incident. This is nothing. Right. If you if you just scan newspapers of local dailies, these things are regular occurrences. This is nothing very, very I means uh, eventful or something. But,
4: but it happened no, in I, Delhi. No, I think I, that's right, why I have wrong. a I differ from this one saying that every media house does it. You cannot legitimize something that has happened you know by saying that every media house does it i'm not legitimizing i am saying you know, they are, you are right uh, it, in a way you
3: are But isn't there a journalistic rule for years centuries you know, that's and a good thing that we don't Saraj mention we don't mention uh, com- we say the uh, one community the other community mm-hmm. normally really when to. there's
2: a minority uh, when it comes to minorities, because the thinking maybe editors have is that there'll be a bigger backlash from the majority yeah, so on the minority.
4: That rule has been followed. We used to we used to follow that rule, but now that, that has been done gone. away with. But even if it has been done away with, so, fine. We, but we, you, we, you 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 uh, report objectively. Savraj is an agenda-driven. They might have done good stories, but I have also seen the stories in Savraj when a Muslim family kills a Hindu. Uh, you know, on for on some personal animity, that was named as lynched, uh, Muslim hmm. lynched, Hindu. So, so, so they, no, obviously, so two, I mean, uh, they have an agenda.
0: So two, three points. They, they, two, three, they, three they, points. I never said that they don't have. They have, as other media houses have. So, so this let, is let, no, no, no. I would not answer. You can't. So they have. Second, as I, I have, I never said that they are correct or wrong. They, they are wrong. I said that they made this mistake here. They jumped the gun. But everyone does it. Uh, every, uh, <laughs> they jumped the gun. Every, uh, I mean, uh, the fake news thing can be stuck with everyone. Everyone has done it at some point of time. So uh, no. th- th- that yeah. th- that I is uh, if look.
2: I think that if it was, I mean, there are different reasons editorially why you do These are good things.
0: Headline. I am not saying there are bad things. There are good things that, uh, no. uh, but there, there should be
4: consistency about it. No, if 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 if, if Savraj is wrong, so is everyone. I mean, this argument is something which doesn't go yeah, well I don't think me.
2: fake news. I mean, yeah. I think we're mistaking so, uh-huh. editorial lapses with shoddy journalism with fake news. Uh, uh-huh. Many, all newspapers have uh, done shoddy journalism it? at some point of the time. At some and
0: point of time, everyone has done. Yeah, shoddy journalism. journalism so some, but that's so not
2: equatable to fake and, news. And fake and news also, is
0: deliberate. Also, also the agenda, agenda is very visible in every form, I mean, say, every kind of media house. Agenda is there, some more visible, some less. but. There There can be differences of degree, but there are.
1: Okay, uh, we will move on to recommendations now. Traman sir.
4: I read this, uh, the middle in Indian Express today, Uh, writer I forgot, Archana I think. Uh, She wrote about this Mahua thing that uh, she she gave a very good, uh, her argument was very good. She said she. I mean, she is not uh, contesting whether it was plagiarized or not. Oh, we didn't what discuss she, Mahua Mitra. What she is saying that she is talking of the kind of fascism which her own leader also represents, Mamta Banerjee. So she is condemning Modi kind of fascism, but she is representing uh, mm-hmm. Mamta Banerjee. Yeah. It was a good uh, middle piece. Uh, in in Indian Express today,
2: I think that is just a very dumb controversy, and I can't believe journalists and academics started it like no, yeah. And, yeah. And, Mark and, and I mean come on you yeah. guys are journalists you should know what plagiarism yeah. is yeah. yeah both have referenced one poster and so of course there are commonalities but if you look at both the speeches they are very different and
1: also the author has, has been examples. going places and telling them that my the author article also. Suppose, nahi kiya hai. suppose
2: the author wants to just let you know give her an easy no, whatever uh,
1: see,
0: I have been but, a victim of it I am telling <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> uh, uh, someone in news laundry five six years back told that I have plagiarized a paragraph from a book. So it was not, it was just a standard classification of things, which was not exclusive to that book. It, it was general, it was very general and inherited system of knowledge which every student of a particular, particular discipline knows. And I had summed it up. So his point was that you have taken it from that book. So I cited. It was that a she. Huh? It was a she who. No, no, you it was you. he. Some South Indian. So, so. You say some South? Where is our South, mm. South so, Indian so. Tamil? I'm so. Abhinandan. <laughs> no, so Half no, South uh, some South Indian, not in a say offensive way, because by his name, some oh, Vedda, or some, something. So uh, I mean, so by his surname, I am assuming that he was a South Indian he so i cited it that no this is not exclusive to this book it has been cited in hundreds of books and it's a common thing everyone knows it i have just summed it up so it's not plagiarism it's something that is in inherited system of knowledge so it is some um, so uh, uh, pep- uh, i think people accusing someone of plagiarism should first equip themselves of uh, what exactly is plagiarism yes. so yes
1: uh, recommendations yeah uh, asli uh, plagiarism
2: wahan, people don't notice only then they'll say uh, like, <laughs> so many cases of real plagiarism with people just gloss over
1: uh, so any other recommendations or even?
4: I'm reading some old book uh, this Amrita Pritam and Imro's letters between the two <laughs> so if that could be Uh
1: Anand recommend yes it's a long
0: uh, read in atlantic about uh, what really happened to mh mh370 uh, 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 uh mh uh, 370 uh, the malaysian did airplane the which went uh, uh, went yes, missing that is fabulous uh-huh. so, went in long so piece. It is by uh, some william who was has an experience in aviation industry he was a pilot
3: had mm. a lot of twitter
0: exposure also so he examines various theories and where the investigations got wrong, where they w- uh, were brought back on track. And in concluding p- uh, portions of the long read, he hints at, he hints at uh, with a certain degree of conviction uh, that the it was actually a case of uh, the depressed palate committing a suicide and taking lives of 200 odd passengers. So, uh, that's a... For uh, so those who a, don't want to read the uh,
2: whole thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he builds up
0: like <laughs> a suspense thriller and layer uh, by layer. But by crazy layer, to
2: think, it, na, that yeah. a pilot could uh, just... So
0: crazy. Commit. So, uh, that and uh, the second... I think it's so
3: crazy. There have been pilots before who've done that. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah, they haven't jumped in with the plane,
2: plane. into like...
3: Yes, earlier yes. there bit. have been pilots who have uh, dipped the whole plane with all their passengers what? in a suicide. Yes, oh, in the in the same Google piece, it. in the same
0: piece, he cites some examples of people doing it earlier also. Oh, okay. So,
1: um, oh, good God. Okay,
0: uh, that one and uh, second, uh, yesterday was Swami Vivekananda's death anniversary, so I am uh, recommending a biography of his by Roman R- Rolla. And uh, he was a French writer and dramatist who got Nobel in, in 1915. And uh, from a Western point of view, uh, view, he was one of the first to write a biographical account of Vivekananda. So uh, the book's name is Vivekananda the Universal Gospel. Uh,
3: my recommendation is this book by uh, Pico Ayer, Autumn Light, Season of Fire and Farewells. Very gentle, beautiful, philosophical book, unlike the man himself.
2: (laughs) He's not. His writing is quite gentle. His writing, yes. Which
3: reminds you that and I learned this very early in the game when I interviewed Dom Marais for the first time in the 70s, I think it was. And then I learned that with huge talent, you presume that the book you read or the poetry you read the person is like that but this very often there's a huge gap in what the human being is and what they yeah. write
1: yeah
3: and uh, pico iyer i did have an experience with him in the jeopardy literature festival when i asked him for an interview and he was really obnoxious when oh. I mean, you can turn down an interview in a in a way and you can turn on an interview in another way yeah. but he was just totally arrogant and rude and obnoxious hmm? what did
2: he like how was he obnoxious
3: i asked him you know can you find some interview time to interview i need about 10 minutes or whatever i think i was doing a series on post truth or something like that oh. with oh. a lot of people i had a lot of interviews lined up that that year and uh he said, well, speak to my agent. You have to email my agent and then uh, I will consider it. <laughs> and uh, of course, that may take time. And since there are only two days left for the, for the festival, you might as well not even try. Oh, and, God. you know, so yeah. he went on like giving me this lecture on how I should go through the proper procedure and this. Mm-hmm. And I am slightly ashamed to say how I responded. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will.
4: <laughs>
2: I think I'll, I've already recommended. Uh, I think I would like everyone to read Ifra's piece on the Zaira Basim controversy. Mm. I think it's a very good piece. Ifra. Ifra Jan's piece on our website on the Zaira Basim controversy. I think it's okay. quite well articulated.
1: Okay, that's it. Uh, my recommendations, I have two recommendations. So, Radio Labs is doing this excellent series called G. Uh, which is, it's called G. It is just called G. So he's it's they're doing like a five-part series on uh, just general intelligence and human intelligence. Uh, no, Radio Labs. Uh, it's a podcast. And they're doing this series and, on general intelligence and how uh, intelligence is measured and whether it should be re-looked at. So I think it's an excellent thing and because in the last episode they followed uh, a journalist who tried to chase down someone who stole Einstein's brain for studying it so it was really amusing because I didn't know that someone stole Einstein's brain but apparently that's a thing so (laughs) and they found it also later I won't spoil the suspense Uh, and the second thing is I'm recommending my own book Parliamental <laughs> and uh, it's out in stores now. Uh, it's a political satire and now people are calling it semi-fiction because they finally read it. <laughs> so it was started off as fiction, but uh, it's semi-fiction. Uh, but yeah, but do read it. Do tell me what you think about it. That's it for now, but few announcements again. We are doing the Media Rumble, which is on August 2nd and 3rd. Subscribers ke liye entry free. Come just come and you will have uh, the time of your lives and you will get to meet all of us there the hafta panel and other podcast people will all be there the arrogance, he thinks people,
2: that's an tha- people you know last time Abhinandan hey. said something like you can meet Manisha and take her autograph and my mother called me, she's like he was saying all this, are you really that? Famous. do people really ask you? I said no, no <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah, you better don't think also <laughs> Yeah,
3: hey, I, 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 I identify <laughs> with your mother. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, but there are genuinely people who want I don't
4: know about like, my daughter. I would definitely
1: no, react. is like grounded.
3: That. Manisha is grounded. <laughs> no,
4: but there are okay, Madhu. Madhu, I should tell
1: you this. Mm. There are genuinely people who want to like talk to the Hafta panel and like comment and tell us things. The um, most welcome, but you know, even feedback. when we do like a short ten-minute Instagram live, there are uncomfortable people who want to with these ads they which would, you're putting uh, out
0: the, they would not give you a seat in a metro coach
2: <laughs> <laughs> somebody recognize oh you oh. somebody well recognize you not the <laughs> panelist.
0: but uh, said uh, they would not give you even if they
1: recognize I get oh. it I get it <laughs> see that's a reality but even if you know reality hit hard but please come to the media rumble <laughs> and uh, if you are a listener who is not a subscriber rare but subscribers clearly are free hai, yeah
2: please and come or oh, you can subscribe and then come ha, ha. if
1: you have friends who want to come over please tell them either they can subscribe to news laundry or they can buy the register they can register by the passes it's on the website mediarumble.com please come it'll be lovely I to have meet to make
3: you. one admission yes I steal a lot of jokes from this guy <laughs> in my conversations <laughs> last one and somebody was giving this acronym of TLC UK and I, I said what he said last time so I would like to know what he would do with that time what would you do with that time if you actually the time that you saved by saying that acronym instead of saying the word <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> I will use this one about the seat, the seat. <laughs> and thank
1: with you. that so I get my material from Anand <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and with that that's a wrap thank you so much for thank listening thank you we will leave you with this lovely song bye bye which side are you on boys which side are you on Which side are you
0: on,
3: boys? Which side are you on? They say in Harlan County There are no neutrals there You'll either be a union man Or a thug for J.H. Blair Which side are you on, boys? Which side are
0: you on? All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher,
1: iTunes and any other podcast platform.